Welcome to Football Thunders, which could be the last one of the season. We started way back in July where we predicted who would win what and who wouldn't win anything and who would get relegated. Well, tonight we're going to have a look at what we said all that time ago. Go through that. We're going to look at the England squad. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about a footballer who's done something pretty amazing in the last week or so. And then Dan's going to get a little bit salty about football fans in general, certain types of football fans in general, or more about that later. As always, the show is sponsored by Ryan. Tell us who? The Proper Blokes Club. Walking and talking, breaking the stigma surrounding men's mental health. Go to www.thepropablokesclub.co.uk to see your nearest walk and talk. And if you're feeling low and need some male company to cheer you up, go and see the guys or maybe talk to them about starting your own. Excellent, excellent. Uh, that's good. So, uh, first things first... We need to look at <laughs> we need to look at our uh, predictions we made. Uh, are we just looking at the Premier League predictions? Is that right, Dan? Well, that's the only ones that I've found. So right, yes, okay. Uh, let me read out what you did, uh, what you said. Um, let's go, um, Dan. Do you want to read them out? Because I'm I'm because you're old. Yeah. Yeah. I am the great Con Exactly. Thank you. We were having a sweepstake <laughs> on when that would appear. It seems. <laughs> Um, before we started, yeah, yeah, enough now. <laughs> we had about 10 minutes of this before we started, and, and uh, the almighty Conhoyo has struck already. Right, let's move on. Uh, Dan, can we go through your choices? Yes, so Norwich uh, were bumhorn all season. <laughs> so I had <laughs> Norwich to go down, Watford, and Newcastle. Now, I'm um, with the almighty so, Enough. <laughs> Let's get on with this. So I had, I mean, I'm happy with two of the three. I had Southampton, Norwich and Watford. So I've got two of the three. And Ryan had Palace, Norwich and Watford. Yeah, so, I've got to, got to kind of suck that one up on Palace. I predicted disaster. I was hoping, well. I was hoping, but. I think we all. I think we thought they would be there or thereabouts, though. I think that was a discussion. Though I think Dan said they'd signed some decent players, but I, I, I mine. I think I was hoping they would get sucked into the, uh, the the relegation battle out of pure spite. But uh, unfortunately, they've done quite well. Uh, Norwich and Watford. Norwich, possibly one of the worst sides ever to come into the Premier League. I mean, yeah, the shit. <laughs> and Watford and straight back up again next season. Yeah. And Watford, well, Ben Foster's had a, had a bit of a say after the game last week, didn't he? Where he said that um, some of the players just didn't give a toss. Basically, he we said shit. Yeah. he said for sixty or seventy minutes they give they give it give an effort and then they they switch off and uh, he's not impressed. Uh, so um, no big surprises. So, in... Sorry, he said he wasn't impressed. This from a man who openly admits that football isn't his great passion. It's Cycling is. Job. Well, there's, I could give so you there's loads of players like that. Can't sit there and criticise. Yeah, well, if he gives a hundred percent, if he gives hundred percent, of course he can. Of course he can. As long as you're trying your hardest. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily like my job, but I go and do it, and I do it to hundred percent of my ability every time I do it. Mm, I he, no, no, no. What he's <laughs> saying is the players weren't giving hundred percent. He's perfectly entitled to say that, and he's got a pretty damn good view. The fact that he's not. It's a job to him. So what? It's a job to everyone. It's a job to everyone who plays football. But their job is to give 100%. And what he's saying is they've not done that. Nothing wrong with what he said. Nothing wrong at all. You've got Roy Hodgson as manager. Are you telling me that you're what? not influenced by him in the changing room? You haven't now, have you really? Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't forget about Claudio as well. Oh, well, they've had three managers this season. The tinker man. Tinker man. Didn't you put a bet on at the beginning of the season yes. that they get four? Yeah, you said four, and one of them would. Uh, it was Cisco would be sacked before October, which I think you were right with. Yeah. And then you said four. They've had three. I did win one bet with a Norwich fan, and he's got to give me fifty quid, uh, which is going to the upbeats because I said, uh, 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 well, as soon as Norwich got promoted, well, they're clearly going down again, straight down, and he took me to task over it, and he said, "You want to put your money where your mouth is," and I went, "Yeah, fifty quid to your nom a nominated charity of your choice." And he has, to be fair, contacted me. So, good lad. Well done. Is he really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair He's play. contacted me a couple of times during the season to say, I'm going to have to get some details off you. And fair play to him. He has uh, he, he's done it. So, um, 
Uh, yeah, he's, he hasn't paid the money yet, but he's. But I'm in contact with him, so it will happen. So the upbeats are going to be 50 quid better off, thanks to a bet. Um, Burnley going down. <laughs> Was it avoidable? Who cares? Yeah. It's Burnley. Oh, no, we do. No, no. Yeah, just because you don't like Burnley, but we've, we've got to discuss it, haven't we? I mean, Brian, you say, yes, it was avoidable. Do you think sacking Sean Dyche was a mistake? Or did that give them uh, hope where they shouldn't really have had hope? Controversial opinion. I think they sacked Sean Dyche too late. Looking at the job, I know it's all well and good saying this in hindsight, but looking at the job that Jackson's done, yeah, then a couple of extra games, a couple of wins. Could have got that two they points. They up. Yeah. So maybe they just left it just a little bit too long. My biggest concern for Burnley now is what happens after here because of the way the club was the leverage buyout, the money issue, the fact that they don't really have much of a squad anyway is yeah. very average. And the best players they've got are either leaving on a free transfer or are going to be sold to clear the $65 million that the owners have now got to pay. Well, if, if someone wants to buy Nick Pope for around 30 or 40 million, us Charlton fans will say, yes, please, thank you, wallop, because there is a, a sizable sell-on fee going on there. Uh, so uh, that'll be good news. But um, uh, the other team, Dan, you said you sort of had Newcastle down to go down. And when you said that, we didn't know Newcastle's situation, that how things were changed, but it, did we? Well, I, 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 my relegation, going back and listening to the podcast that we did this on, I literally said if they have Steve Bruce in the summer, they will be relegated. Yeah. They didn't have they obviously replaced him with Eddie Howe, and um, that's my vote for manager of the season would have been Eddie Howe. I think it worked worked wonders. It you know because until what March they were down, weren't they? Yeah. Well, end of February. Yeah, yeah. February. You looked at the end of the transfer window closed. Despite the signings you made, you thought they're still in deep shit here. Yeah. 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 And they turned it around, and now. Next season, did they finish in the top half? I think they may have finished tenth. Yeah, um, which is amazing. And next season, you expect them to do a bit better. We expect a busy summer at St James's Park, don't you? But I will say, I have to pull you on something. Who? South Southampton. Yeah, I know. I, um, I I thought they'd go this year. I thought. Um, I think I they think, might next year. Uh, yeah, I I just don't think they've invested in. They've bought enough players. Um, I don't think they've. They've got the right players for it. I think, um, I mean, they've got the, 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 the striker. My thing was goals, but the the lad from Chelsea on loan, Brozier, did all right. Uh, although the goals did drop. Well, he got up nine goals. It's not much. Well, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say who their leading goal scorer was, but it'll get Ryan a bit too excited, so we probably won't. James Ward-Prowse? I don't say it. He'll get excitable. <laughs> Will he knock one out over it? <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, yeah, Southampton. I just thought they're going to go at some stage because I just don't think there's enough investment in on on the on the um, uh, on on the pitch really. Uh, well, the thing me. is, the team, the team that one of the teams that have come up, you know, are going to come straight back down because Fulham are Fulham oh, and Norwich oh. just opposite each other. Yeah, they bounce. So there's one spot free, and we'll see what Bournemouth get up to. There what? could only be one spot. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Um, I will laugh because it's Scott Parker. So if they go straight back down, it'll be quite funny. Uh, in the playoff final, I mean, if Huddersfield make it back up, they'll go back down again. I think if whatever, if both the sides that go up this year will come straight back down. I genuinely believe that. I like uh, Forest team. Uh, and, I, and I, sorry? I like Forest team. I don't think they're good enough to survive in the Premier League. They need to make some serious additions. And Forest. their manager just looks strange. But that's besides the point. That's he not does, to be fair. He's one of the weirdest looking fellas that I've seen. In my I life. don't. I don't. That's not a reason why they're going to come back straight back down. I just don't think they're ready to come up yet. But you know, that's the way it is. They're the best of the best. The rest. So just out of interest, Ryan, have you seen a picture of Steve Cooper? I have not seen a picture of Steve. Cooper, You need to no. Google Steve just, Cooper, not Nottingham Forest, and you'll see what we mean. Right now, but what I will say is, is actually from my perspective, from a nostalgia perspective. It's nice to have Nottingham Forest back in the Premier League. Now, see, don't be going there because that's going to touch on the Dan's argument later on. Don't don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. You'll upset him. You'll get him all salty. Next change, normally you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's look at the uh, the top six as predicted by Ryan. Uh, Man City title winners. Man United second. Oh, dear Lord. Liverpool third. 
Liverpool third, <laughs> Chelsea, Leicester and Arsenal. Ryan. <laughs> you, you Sorry, did you get slapped on the way out or in? <laughs> both. Both. Oh, blimey, that's a face a mother could love. <laughs> anyway, oh. Ryan, should we go back over your top six again? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Where did we start on the top six? Uh, so you said Man City for champions. Man City to win, I did say at the beginning of the season, you did. although I switched it to Liverpool midway through the season. Yeah, no, I we're going with... Man United to, uh, to come second. second. Uh, Liverpool <laughs> to finish third. Uh, Chelsea, Leicester, then Arsenal. How you could ever, ever predict that Man United would finish above Liverpool, uh, even if Liverpool finished second from bottom lot this season, Man United were nowhere near. Well, to be fair, I am a deluded Man United fan. Clearly. Well, I mean, <laughs> obvious. Obvious. <laughs> but... If you if you look at it sort of objectively from the end of last season, you finish second and then you go out and sign Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> Jaden Sancho and Rafael Varane and you think, oh well, that's fantastic. That's quality. That's an improvement. Uh, and then the wheels fell off after the first no, I mean, three games. It's got um, a fair point. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, the wheels fell off and the stabilisers as well. They came off and all. Ollie's at the wheel. Is, Ollie's at the wheel. <laughs> Yeah, apparently we're about to sign some timber, so that'll prop things up. <laughs> oh, you're branching out to comedy now, are we? Oh, might as well. Fuck it. <laughs> Your first team did, so you might as well join in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Man City. I mean, they did it by a point, but um, I- I've got to say, hats off to Jack Grealish for his celebrations in the last few days. The boy's Jack done Grealish. well. He's done, a, he's done a Freddie Flintoff in the last few days, to be perfectly fair to him. Have you heard his comments about Mikel Almiron? Um, no, what was he saying? <laughs> he said he said the reason they were losing at half-time because Bernardo Silva was putting in his best Miguel Almiron impression. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Have you, he also said... Um, um, uh, back, did you hear him talk, talk, uh, saying how, who beat Carl Walker this year? Who's beat, yeah. Who beat Carl Walker? Yeah. Riyad Mahrez was saying, who beat Carl Walker? He went, me, the boy. Pep signed me. Even Pep thought that was brilliant. So, uh, yeah, very good. Uh, the, the City celebrations have been quite joyous. And, um, Scott uh, Carson's worth a look out for and all. Yes, yeah, Scott Carson. Explain what he did. I mean, he... Uh, basically said the reason Man City were losing is because John Stones was playing at right back but in a lot ruder terms while on national television yeah uh, and he's he did uh, he did some he'd done some dancing on the stage as well as uh, I didn't realise he was a Geordie uh, is he yeah I don't think I ever spoke to him when he was at Charlton so oh, he's like why are crap no no he's a decent keeper Scott Carson John Stones played right back and we were shit mate <laughs> um, uh, so Harry Kane wasn't there. Go on then. <laughs> no, he wasn't there. So, um, so Man City, Man U, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, Leicester, and Arsenal. Leicester. What are we? Leicester. Did they disappoint this year? We all Not fucked that we. one, didn't we? No, I didn't. Thank you very much. No, you didn't. To be fair, you put Arsenal and Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've said it on previous podcasts. Leicester have got such an ageing squad and they've had so many injury problems that, yeah, <coughs> it's just beyond anything we imagine them having. Uh, and I, I think season. I think we look at Arsenal and they, they choked at the end, but, but we look at Christmas and if you said Tottenham were going to get in the Champions League, I think you'd have laughed, them at, laughed, laughed, but laughed at people, wouldn't you? Yeah, but then they got Antonio Conte in. Well, they'd had Antonio Conte. He's just taking his time to get the fuckers going, wasn't he? Didn't he come in around about January, somewhere around there, no? Or am I miss... Might have no. been a bit earlier than that. He was in a bit earlier than that, yeah. Because so Nuno, wasn't, Nuno wasn't there long. No, he didn't make to, to Christmas, I don't think. Let's have a look. Have a look, Daniel yeah. Conte. But, um, but Conte has done a hell of a job there, hasn't he, with Spurs, to get that lot into the Champions League, Ryan? November. He's... He's done well, but I mean, all he really needed to do was shore up the defence, which he's done by switching to three at the back and playing with wing backs. So that was. He's the turned Eric Dier into a capable defender. Yeah, there was talk about why is he not in the England squad this week. Uh, I heard Eric Dyer, and I'm thinking, yeah, I don't want to see that in any shape. But he's genuinely been very good. Has he been, I haven't really. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good. <laughs> okay. Conte has told him this is a football. 
And uh, the golden boot shared by a Spurs player and a Liverpool player, fellas. What do we think? Song Hyung win. Yeah, obviously. I think he should have won it. Well, no, he didn't win it because he didn't score more goals. Uh, I mean, technically he did because he went home with a trophy. Yeah, he didn't win it outright because... That uh, counts. So to say, he, he, didn't, uh, counts. he didn't win it outright because he didn't... He's taken the trophy as a seller because they scored the same amount of goals. It still counts. But... Yeah. I'm going to throw up an argument I've heard online, and I think I'm inclined to agree with it. Mm -hmm. uh, Hong Sun Min scored all of his goals from open play. Didn't get a single penalty, whereas Salah scored yes. a few penalties. So I think that... That's, I like this Min. argument. But uh, I, I like the argument, but it's not how it's judged. It's goals. No, but, but that's how it should be judged. Well, possibly, but um, if in it's event, not. In, in the event of a tie, I should... Just add that in. But yes. Any of it, but it's yeah. not. So they both got it. I mean, that's the bottom line. But I can understand uh, where you're coming from with that. I'd have given it to Young Min Son. Take away the penalties. Retros that's personal, Dan. What you do in your own time's up to you. Uh, what they should do is an all go all gold all all uh, golden all golden boot winners take retrospectively remove their penalties and see who wins golden boot. Then that'd be uh, interesting. They, they should boot. do a penalty shootout. Just the two of them. If you, no, that, I, I think heard that one. Where did I hear that at Wembley? Everyone was like, "Yeah, they got to do a penalty shootout." Both of them go in goal at Wembley, mm. and they take turns yeah. for shootouts. That would be a yeah, fantastic for it. cracker. That's the way you finish the Community Shield. That one. It doesn't have to be at Wembley. They could do it down at Glendon in the cage. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> I doubt they get on. There's so many people down there. <laughs> well, I doubt if they live. If they went down there, <laughs> come on. Uh, right, so, um, Dan, did we look at your... Ryan, we've just looked at yours. Dan, we've looked at yours, haven't we? Yeah, just yeah. before we just before we move on. We've got to move so on to Ryan mine. said, <clears throat> Ryan said the other day about Phil Foden in our group chat again, young player. Mm. And we all kind of just... Well, yeah, well, fair enough. I realised earlier on, it should have been Conor Gallagher. He's had a hell of a season. And it because pings. I know it's Phil Foden because he's won stuff. But Conor Gallagher pulled Palace to where they are. It should have been oh, right. Conor Gallagher. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah. Who would you put in in the running though? Because I was thinking about Phil Foden, and I was like Trent Alexander-Arnold, but apparently you're Trent's too, too old. Now. Too old yeah. now. Twenty-two um, and under. Mason Mount has been an argument, but again, I'm not sure if he's too old. No, he's fine. Um, he's Twenty-two. So Mason Mount apparently has got more goals and more assists, but not by much. Um, um, who else is young? It's back uh, Saka. Yeah. What's he done? Yeah, to be honest, he he's got a really good. He's got he got twelve goals this year. Premier League goals. That's just decent. How many assists has he got as well? Well, I don't have that assist. I know he's eleven. He's uh, like tenth on the goals scoring charts. Out of interest, how old's Aaron Ramsdale? About 24, 24 25 Too old for it then, isn't he? That's a shame. Good keeper. Done well. What about Marcus Rush? Oh. What about Jaden? Oh, what to be fair, I actually, I actually thought Sancho did all right overall this year. Bless him. He did. I just want to make a point on a general point on football. While with Marcus Rashford's name being brought up, they everybody keeps describing Marcus Rashford as a young player. He's not a young player anymore. He's twenty-five years old. Is he? He's old enough to Is read, he really? write, Yeah, he's old enough to read, write, vote, wipe his own rear end, drive a car, etc., etc. He's not a young player anymore. He's been around for eight, nine years. He's twenty-five years old. Stop saying he's a young player. He needs time. Rady, rady, rady. He's mature enough to know and lose own rubbish. Thank right. Good. Right. My predictions were City, Liverpool, <laughs> Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Spurs. I got United and Spurs, Arsenal and Spurs wrong, really, didn't I? I did all right with City, Liverpool and Chelsea, didn't I? Didn't yeah, I? you did. But yeah. what about yeah. Southampton? Uh, sorry? Yeah. But what about Southampton? Come on, that's a dodgy yeah. one. It's not a dodgy one. You're not one. living that one down. That's a dodgy one. That's, that's never dodgy. Come on. This is the man who put Man United second and you're telling me Southampton's dodgy. You're I having have a, my you're reason. Over, you're having your reasons. Because <laughs> you, reason. you're a Man United supporter. That's the only fucking reason. And Why did you guys... I will add what? that you guys put a caveat on me at the beginning of the season when we did the prediction saying, to be fair, there is a caveat. He is a Man United fan. So, shush. Well, I mean, I, 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 I haven't got it woefully wrong. Where did Southampton finish? Fifteen. Uh, not in the relegation zone, so you did get it wrong. Where did, where did Man U finish? <laughs> not in the fucking top six. 
Not in the relegation zone, so you still got it wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> I think putting Man United second is a bigger bollock, dropping a bigger bollock than Southampton. Who dropped the bigger bollock, me or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? I thought you were say you or Pete. <laughs> right, I think we've dealt with that subject. <laughs> You've only got one left. Welcome back. England squad has been announced for the games against Germany, Italy. There's a couple of games against Hungary. Is that right? Yeah. It's like a sandwich, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, Hungary on the 4th of June, uh, Tuesday the 7th of June, Germany, Italy on the 11th, and then again again the 14th, Hungary. Two games at Molyneux, Italy and Hungary, the Alliance Arena for Germany and the Puskas Arena in Budapest for Hungary. You've fucking ruined them, haven't you? Uh, no, I got them right. Um, uh, Alliance Arena. Yeah, Allianz. Oh, it's uh, Alliance Arena. It's just I'm not. I'm speaking in English. Uh, let's go for the keepers. Any arguments with Pickford, Pope, and Ramsdale? No, no. we're taking a Pope, so that's a good sign. Uh, Pope, despite playing for a side that's relegated, he, he did make. He has been. Uh, his form's been better in the second half <laughs> of the season. Who else? What else have sh- we got? It's just a shame that the other ten in front of him are shite. So he's got any other options, have we? Really? Our no, next we one's probably Fraser Forster. Who, by the way, signed for Spurs today. I heard, yes. On a free? I'm assuming so. Yeah, his contract's out. I'm still baffled, though, because they've got a 36-year-old goalkeeper who's way past his best, so they signed a 34-year-old goalkeeper that was never back good up. enough in the first he's, place. He's got to be back up. Yeah, but this is the same... Yeah, but they need a keeper. ...that signed Joe Hart. And, and they've, yeah, they've signed him because when they're in Europe, they've got a homegrown player. Yeah, but they need to get rid of Hugo Lloris and get themselves a good keeper. That may come next. Anyway, let's look at the defenders. Ter- uh, Trent, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Connor Cody, uh, Mark Gooey, uh, Rhys James, James Justin of Leicester, Harry Maguire, really, <laughs> John Stones, Fikio huh? Tomori, about time. Fikio? Fikio? I don't fucking know, do I? Fikio. Fikio Tomori. I don't want to say Fikio because it sounds wrong. Fikio. Uh, Kieran Trippier, Kyle I Walker. I have the Fikio. Stop it. Uh, Kyle Walker and Ben White. <laughs> Let's go through some Connor Cody. Why? I, I had a good season for Villa. But is, is he. Yeah, right, okay. The... Okay, sorry, interrupted here. Connor Cody parched. Possibly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what, England parched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere parched. I think it's just parched. Okay. Tongue, tongue up Gareth Southgate's bungholio. Oh, God, any excuse. <laughs> right. Uh, the young lad from Crystal Palace. Um, how do I say his name? Mark? Mark Gay. 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 All right. Um, We're fabulous. What do we think about him? <laughs> Quality signing, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I want to see Mark Gay and Pakaya Tamori at the back together. Really, all personal. <laughs> uh, as a, as a, as a back as a pairing at uh, back. In, I mean, we've got tough games to come against. Uh, to come we, I mean, to be, let's be honest. Against Germany, we'll probably have Stones, Maguire, and Carl Walker. Please no. Which would be really fun to watch. Oh, Maybe Mon- Connor Cody in the middle because Tyro Mings is finally not in a squad. Yes. Yes. Um. But I'm quite, if we had Tamori, White and Gay, I'm not against it. All right. Um, let's have a I look think at... we need to pl- start playing for Kyo Tamori now. He's clearly the future for England. He's just won a Scudetto for crying He should out be there. the current. I don't know about fucking future. So let's come to, let's come to Fikiao in a minute. James Justin and Leicester. Fikiao! James Justin and Leicester. What's the fascination with playing right-backs at left-back? Uh, apparently he can play there. I'm told. We've got I, like four left back, four right backs. I don't, there, I don't get it. I mean, I, I play a player where he plays for his club. That that's the way the he does play left back for for Leicester. That's but fair he's enough. a natural right back. But if he's play, if he's got in it on based on his performance as a left back for Leicester, then fair dues. Harry Maguire. I now I'll be honest here. I don't think he should be near the squad because no. his form is just. He's been. I mean, shit isn't the word I like to bandy around about often. But Harry Maguire has been dog shit. Shouldn't be near a football, let alone an England squad. I know. I, I don't. Don't think that. I just think he needs the time away from football to get his head sorted out because he can do it. It's just at the moment his head's everywhere, but where it needs to be, I think. I just think his form is shit. So there's no just. If he gets a game against anyone, I will be fucking annoyed. I mean, anyway, he's playing against Germany and Italy. 
<laughs> I think Southgate's going to put him in and hope that he gets a couple of good performance to boost his confidence. He will do. He's parched. What I think will happen is Maguire <laughs> is might, might have a nightmare in one of those games. Somewhere along the oh, lane, Maguire will have a nightmare, I think. John Stones? I can't argue with John Stones, really. Money can't buy John Stones. That don't play him at right back, apparently. Do you know who's definitely parched in this team? Go on. Ben White. We'll come to that in a minute, then. He's uh, just parched, isn't he? So, Tamari, I think we're all agreed we want to see him playing, don't we, in the important games. So every, we... No, every game. Not important. Yes, ev- yeah, every everyone. Game. I mean, he's loved in Milan. I mean, do you see when he, he got bought out for the... Uh, when they got their, their uh, medals presented, they bought them out one by one. Yes, because he's... he's... Amazing. The whole Milan team was applauding him as he came out and the, the stadium went wild. So, uh, okay, AC uh, Milan, for an English player to go to Milan as a defender, come on, that doesn't happen that often. I saw Southgate's comment where he's like, oh, we called up to Maury and Gay because we know what we've got in Tyrone Mings. I went, yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> Kieran Trippier, just no. back one game since injury, uh, wrong end of 30. He's, he's, he's over 30 yeah, now. He's playing left back. Have we got to be looking at replacing him, surely? Yeah, but he's playing left back. Carl Walker. Move on. Left back in the changing room. But no one's beaten Carl Walker except uh, Jack Grealish, who beat him. We'll see him later. <laughs> <laughs> except this is the reason he was signed for Man City. Ben White. Come on in. Talk to me about Ben he's White. He's parched. He's had a very good season, though. He's had a good season. Really dodgy, but started off really well. He just looks parched. He seems parched to me. But on a footballing point of view, is he justified to be in the England squad, Dan? That's the question. Yeah, solid solid centre back. Okay, that's good. Right, moving on to midfield. Jude Bellingham. Standard. Fantastic player. Conor Gallagher deserves it, I think. Mason Mount. Yes. Calvin Phillips, coming back from injury. No. No, he's been out for. for yeah, he shouldn't be in the squad. Giving somebody else a chance. Who would you have in his place? James Ward-Prowse. He's, in He's the there anyway. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Who, who would you have if you didn't <laughs> take Calvin Phillips? Who would you take? Because <laughs> if, if you can say you don't want him, who's going in his place? Jordan James Henderson. Milner. But in, James Milner. No. Uh, Henderson, he's left Henderson because he's got the Champions League and he, he says we know everything about Jordan Henderson. He's parched. But they took Trent. Oh, he's I, definitely parched. He's definitely he's parched. He's parched everywhere he goes. Uh, Declan Rice. Mark Har- Noble Harvey for shits Ed- and giggles. Just quickly, Harvey Elliott should have gone and looked. Uh, Curtis Jones. Uh, no, no, no. Harvey Elliott's been spent most of the, He's been out for a long time. Joe Willock. I mean, you're saying Calvin Phillips has only just come back from injury. Elliott's only just coming back from, in- from oh. injury. He's no, hardly he's played. Been- is he? He's you hardly sure? played. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He. He's hardly Because he played. broke his. Yeah, his ankle. What? Jacob Ramsey. Yeah. Absolutely great shout, okay. Dan. That one. Very good shout. Declan Rice. Parched. Yeah. King. Uh, Parched. He has. Is he one of the first names on the team sheet now? Absolutely. Right next. He to is the first name. Tomorrow. I would like to yeah, see Declan Rice alongside James Ward-Prowse though, in, in as a starting midfield. Thank you very oh. much. Perfect. Yes, please. Uh, I could because I like I like Declan have, Rice. I just, just think just. Bellingham and just in front of them. You will love this, Pete, because it involves Danny Mills being a twit. Oh. I saw this on Twitter. I'm the probably other day. involved as well. Danny Mills doesn't know what the hype is about and doesn't think James Ward-Prowse is a top player. Well, Danny Mills yeah, wouldn't recognise a football player if he if he stuck his finger up his ass and shouted Geronimo at him. Danny Mills, fuck off. There you go, wanker. Got sorted. Uh, there you go. I can't stand Danny Mills. Neither could I as a kid. No, as you uh, at all. Did you know about it? Right, went yes, down. We've with, had this on the pod. We have abuse. We, uh, abuse. abuse. Uh, forwards, Tammy Abraham, who I genuinely thought wouldn't be that good in Italy. Uh, talk to me about him, boys. It's Italy. You're you're a Charlton fan. No, it's nothing to do with I'm being a Charlton <laughs> fan. It's just I didn't think he was that good. He was. Look, listen, the, the, huh? the last season he was at Chelsea, he was their top scorer by Christmas, and then for some reason Tuchel didn't like him, ostracised him, and signed him to Roma. Bought Lukaku in. Whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie. Yeah, big whoopsie. And I, I, Tammy I, Abraham has got 27 goals this season. I thought Lukaku would, would do well this year. Clearly, the bloke's head, head's gone. He can't be asked, can he? Back stronger, Romelu. Back stronger. Yeah, back stronger, my arse. Definitely not part. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, uncapped Jared Bowen. Now I know both of you have been screaming this one for a couple of weeks, haven't you? 
Uh, it's about a couple of weeks, months. Yeah, Joe <laughs> Bowen again. I did, yeah, I, I've not seen enough, but Stop every it. time I see West Ham, he's involved in goals, isn't he? Absolutely. You can teach Marcus Rashford about work rate. Well, <laughs> he, fair, he works hard for kids, does Marcus Rashford. Yeah, he's just tried doing it instead of donating his talent at the local shopping. Here we go, we're back to this again. (laughs) Same as last week, we're after the headlines. Let's move on to Phil Foden. Phil Foden, next. Yeah. Yeah, can't argue with that. Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. I mean, deserves deserves to be in it just just for his antics, really. For his his celebration. No, no, I think there's a genuine. No, he's a complete bell end. He is a bell end, (laughs) but his celebrations have been flint off esque this last week. But I think. That's the problem. I think another another half a season or so, another half a season or so with Pep and. uh, He'll be sold. No, I I think you'll find he'll improve dramatically. He'll be sold. Um, I'm I'm convinced, honestly, seriously. I don't think he's going to fit in at City. I think think he's going to be their first major, like, massive sign. No, I think he's going to... I think he's going to learn from Pep and he's going to improve. Dan's favourite, Harry Kane. Okay. (laughs) Difficult start to the season because he he didn't want to be where he was, but since then he's... Steve Romulu Lukaku. Okay. Saka from Arsenal. I think, yeah. Saka what? <coughs> Saka from Arsenal. Saka Ars. Get on with it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the last day at school, this, isn't it? No, it's to the be last fair, one of the season. Bukayo Saka has every right to be in it too. Okay, excellent. The, other, the last one, Raheem. Not so sure about. Raheem's still in and out season. He's he's not. I still think he's better than any other options that are out there. So I mean, oh. do you know what? We probably should have dropped him and picked Patrick Bamford. You can fuck off if you think Bamford gets anywhere near this squad. It's tired of it. Fuck it all. He can't even lift his. He can't put one foot in front of the other at the moment. Let alone play fucking football for England. Got him. I think the term is right. Fucking Bamford. Baited. Crock of shit. To me, actually, I will say, James Madison probably. Deserves a shout out. He's not in the squad. He's 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 not but, done it. I mean, he's had a very good de- back end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have him playing in and around than like what he's saying about learning what his squad. But he's picked Raheem Sterling. We know what Raheem Sterling is. So Southgate has said he's competing with Mason Mount and Phil Foden and these types of players in the role where he's at his best. So, but then he, but he says that plays Foden wide left. Okay, uh, another one who hasn't made it. Carl Walker-Peters, not in there. Unlucky. Yeah, well, no, he's just... No. Uh, he's, he only Wat- got in last time because of injury. Ollie Watkins, I can't see how he fits in the forward line at any stage, really. Uh, what do you Same think? Same again. ML Smith-Rowe, a little bit too... Better well, off with the 21s. Went a bit quiet, didn't he? So. Okay. I d- yeah, I don't, uh, has there been an England on 21 squad announced? I haven't seen one. I, I, to be honest, I couldn't give a toss. I've not, I've not seen one, but um, yes, they've got it out. Let me just see if he's in. Is there. he in there? He should be in there, there, shouldn't he? Uh, I like him. I think he's quite. A he's not in there, so I just but when, he's in. Oh, he is. Yeah. We need a few more performances from, him, don't we? I suppose as Dan said he's been a bit quiet at times. I think the problem for him has been that Odegaard has Odegaard. Like, taken his position and has taken Arsenal's team by the scruff of the neck and is quite run uh, it. Random, random statement. I quite like him on the twenty-three squad. Go on, guess, 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 come on, pick your highlights. Twenty-three. And yeah, that's what they are now. Pick your highlights. Two, oh, I'm twenty-one. Sorry, I'm twenty-one. Pick Too your highlights from that squad. Max Aaron's. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good. He'll be moving. Ben Johnson. Summer. Yep, disgraced printer. Jed Bentz. Right. Yep, he's had a good season in the lower league. I thought he'd be too uh, old. James, under twenty-one. James days. Gardner. Right. Yeah, go on, fella. Harvey Back Elliott, United. Curtis Jones. Harvey Elliott, yeah, there we go. Curtis Jones. Jacob Ramsey. Yep. Yeah. Ryan Sessegnon, who has turned into a very good footballer under... Yes, under Antonio Conte. Conte. Yeah, hadn't he just? To be honest, he was a very good footballer uh, when Fulham. he burst through at Fulham. Potential, but he potential. then went to Tottenham and they didn't do anything with him and now he's playing in his ideal role as a left wing back. Right. So The striker's he... probably the worst area. Go on in. Cameron Archer, who I genuinely don't know who that is. Florian Balogun. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Arsenal. Uh, 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 Angel Gomez, who used to play for United. Yep. I thought he was Portuguese. Angel. Well, he's probably taking English nationality now. Uh, Anthony Gordon, who, to be fair, 
I like Andy. Yeah, uh, Everton, right. yeah. Youngster. And then Keanu Lewis Potter, but they're not. None Can't of them see. are strikers. Yeah. But Balligan. Yeah, but Pep don't need a striker. Where's Nketiah? Uh, well, he's just signed one. I know. Uh, can... He's just spent 50 odd million on uh, Erling Haaland, so I think, yeah, yeah he, what he needs Harry's a striker. Started. I will be very interested to see Haaland's reaction when Jack Grealish slows the play down and doesn't give him the ball. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> you really have got a downer on him, haven't you? Right. Jack Grealish, yeah, yeah. I just don't think he fits City. I, I think nah. he's a fantastic talent. I just don't think he fits City. I think, as I said, as I, I'll stand by that. I think Pop will mould him. Pep will mould him. Right, Pop will mould him? Yes. Yeah. Are we uh, done hey, with Pop, the Pop, sort it out, Pop. Are we done with the squad? Say, si, senor. The squad, then we're done with the squad. <laughs> Big week in football. Uh, for a 17-year-old uh, last week, Jake Daniels. Uh, actually coming out as the first professional player who's actually actively playing in the UK to come out as gay. Um, what do we think, fellas? It's overdue, isn't it? Um, Ryan? I, I will go first on this one, but can I just say that what I'm about to say, <coughs> can I get it out before anyone interrupts me? Steady. Because it's a little bit, might be a little bit contentious. This. Go on. Oh, shit. On, this gives me mixed feelings. Because from a person who has uh, openly gay friends, one of my best friends is gay, uh, and is, and I obviously spend a lot of time with him and his husband, I get mixed feelings. Obviously, I understand why Jake Daniels feels the need to come out and raise awareness, and I applaud him for doing so. But I also think it's genuinely very sad that we still live in a society where people have to announce their sexuality when it's really nobody's business who's doing what with who. And if someone's married to a man or a woman's married to a woman, we should just accept that as what it is. I don't think football does enough for gay fans, gay players. I've seen stuff in the past where other organisations in, in other fields have tried to be more inclusive and, and bring the gay community into their society. And I don't think football does anywhere near enough. I think it's preposterous that people who are in love can't stand on a football terrace and hold hands through fear of what somebody else might say to them. But I that, just think that's a society disgusting. issue. It's not just a football issue, that, though, but isn't football, it? What is football but doing? I think my football, but what is, is football no, yeah. doing to help no, it? I'm not disagreeing with you, and I think football could do more. I'm just saying there is. It's not just football, but football. Uh, there is a society thing about. There's still people but out it's there. Strong they, at football, isn't it's it? It's strong That's at football, problem. but you see, if you go walk around the streets, I can guarantee if I'm with certain people I know, and they saw two blokes holding hands, they go, "Yeah, look at them two. For me, and uh, for growing up with a nephew who's gay, it's not an issue, and it and and it shouldn't be an issue that. Jake has to come out. But unfortunately, the problem is, if he didn't, hadn't come out, what would happen is, somewhere along the line, someone with a camera would find him in a, somewhere with a fella, and they would sell it to the newspapers, and the media would be on it. And they'd say, oh, we're not criticising it, but just thought you'd know. What he's done, he's, he's, very, he's very clever. He's, he's, he's gone out, at my, and it's a shame that he has to. I look forward to the day when, as you said, it shouldn't be an issue, but we're still a long way away from that because, as you said, football in general uh, and society in general are not not equipped or are not ready to deal with it in the correct way. They're not uh, football. Yes, should do more and could do more. I, there's always going to be people, whatever you do, that are going to are going to say ain't natural, and I mean they're just ignorant twats. But they're, they're out there, and unfortunately, they're on keyboards, and they're, you know, little keyboard yeah, but the warriors. but the best response to that is, do you like flying abroad? Yeah. Right then, you're on a plane. Shut up. Also, like <laughs> I said, don't misinterpret. I don't no. want anyone to misinterpret what I'm saying. I I'm haven't misinterpreted what no, I'm no, saying. No, no, I'm not saying you, like people listening to this yeah. podcast. I just, want to, I just want to make it crystal clear. I'm in full support of this fella, and I applaud him for what he's done. But I just, in a way... It's sad because someone sad. has to come out and announce yeah, their sexuality yeah, to the world. It's totally sad and it's it's not right, but it needed someone to maybe be the first brave person 
to actually come out, and it's taken a seventeen-year-old. Well, seventeen-year-old, not the first, yeah. but the first, he's the first at a higher level, at since, a higher level since um, what's his name, John uh, Fashionu. John Fashionu. Uh, and no, uh, Justin, Justin Fashionu, Justin Fashionu, Justin. Justin and and when when it was found out that Justin Fashionu was gay, oh my word! It, I mean, you two weren't really around for that, but it was uh, the newspapers were awful. I've seen it; it was appalling. It's appalling. Uh, and and Jake Daniel, I mean, what the good thing is, he made that uh, that statement, and the amount of people, such as football personalities, sports personalities, that got behind and said, "Well done, lad," you need that. You need that. To, I just to... wish they'd all come out now. Yeah. All come out together and just they're be not like, going we're to. all here, we're all gay. They're not going to, it. simply because no, they're all in different just... situations. There might be some... No, no, that... no, I understand. I just wish they all would. Yeah, it I would be great. Personally, the only way to get over this, as a society, be it football or as a society as whole, is just literally make it mainstream. It's it's up, so to, it's up it's to the fans It's all there now. for everyone to see, so... Everyone, it just becomes normal for everyone to see. That's that's just my what, take. What the, got, reaction, well, the reaction, the reaction of social media was a very pleased to see, like pleasing to see. Yeah. The reaction, I, I didn't see many people. No, slapping anyone give, down. Give that stupid response that I was expecting. It's a bit like the, as obviously like we've said before with the her game two movement. You're, mm. you're you're waiting for that idiot comment but to be fair i think i have i didn't see any which i've not quite seen pleasing. any i'm not i think that the real test the acid test will be when the season starts but i, I i've got faith in supporters that uh if a small minority start doing anything the majority will will face them down and will say do you mind leave it out the decent supporter will not tolerate that that's what i hope uh but he's no. he's brave at 17 I mean, balls or balls the size. Cajon is the size of the earth. Is, Honestly, uh, seventeen years old. Wow. My only concern for him is if he becomes an international football player and has to travel to certain places. Well, so you know, yeah. That's that's going forward. Um, I mean, again, there there will be players that won't come out necessarily because of religious reasons or because of or nas- their nationality or where they're from. It's a, it's a it's a tough one, but he's got balls of steel, and well done to him. And I think uh, as a as a podcast, we applaud him. And you mentioned her again too. Uh, they've now got a cricket division. Uh, so they've got they have, yes. yeah her game two for football. There's also her game two for cricket, which is great news uh, because there are a lot of women that really do enjoy cricket, and they know their cricket as well. I was watching a stream today of. Um, uh, I know it's going on football a bit, but I was watching a stream of the First Class Counties game against New Zealand, and there was a female commentator, and I had the the, uh, the web chat was there, and the bloke went, "Why have we got to have a woman commentator for a men's game?" Was it Ebony? Ebony Rayford? No, it friend. wasn't Ebony. It was uh, it was an England an, an England. It wasn't Ebony. She's br- she's brilliant. No, she's great, and as Ishiguro is superb. Uh, I think they're really very very good commentators, and Ishiguro is. is She's huge in Australia now. She's on Fox Cricket. She's one of their main commentators and one of their main presenters, so which is great. But I just saw this this this, this comment on the right hand side on the because uh, I hit the chat in the end because it was pathetic. But why have I got to put up with a woman co- a commentator? Quite simply because she knows cricket far more than you do. And you're a bellend. And exactly basically what he got. Precisely. He said, I'm not sexist. Well, sorry, you made a sexist comment. Uh, I mean, you are. (laughs) You are. You made a sexist comment right at the start. You opened with a sexist comment and it went down. If you you feel the need to put in the comment, I'm not a sexist, you are. are. You're a sexist. Yeah, some of my... um, But, um, yeah, her game too. Well done. And well done, Jake. Right. Finally, uh, last part coming up now. Uh, This is Dan, this is you. Three, two, one. Dan, you've got the final part. I've got a sneaking suspicion, Ryan. It's going to get a bit salty here. No, it's not going to get salty. Let me just explain to the people. <laughs> I am the people, Dan. I have a problem with fan bases that seem to believe that they owe something. For example, they owe something or, or, or that they, something. they are owed something. They, they are owed something. Yes. For example, Arsenal. Right, I'm seeing Arsenal fans going mental that they're not in the Champions League. You have been in the Champions League for about four seasons. You have no right to be there. You're consistently finishing outside them just because you were good 20 years ago. Don't mean fuck all. Right. 
I, I, I saw one yeah. today, and I, I'll give another one today. I was listening to a podcast of Man United fan, and he was getting angry because when they were talking about Pep and Jurgen Klopp and Thomas Tuchel, they were talking about what they've won at their current clubs. He said, well, what about Ten Hag at United? He's at United, so he must be in the same list. And I was like, no. No, he's won so Man United long. finished sixth. I would just They're like not in the same conversation. Listeners. I would just like to point out to listeners, this Man United fan is not me. No, no, no we didn't Ryan. say it was you. If it was you, we would have said, Ryan said... I, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect Ryan to come out with this comment. It was just the way he said, like, well, Man United sh- should always be in the same bracket as these clubs. No, you finished in sixth. And to demonstrate the Man United, I'm not having a pop at Man U, Ryan. This, I'm having a, I'm gonna have a pop at one supporter in general right now. There's a twat on YouTube. And Goldbridge. Mark Goldbridge, I think his name is. And he sits there in what he's got his mock Sky Studio, and he sits there and he talks. Gives his opinions of of Man United games. You don't see the games, you just hear him. His sense of entitlement as a Man U fan is absolutely off the scale. Yeah, I wasn't going to name him, but he was the bellend. I'm naming him. He's an absolute (laughs) bellend. But yeah, but even like... And the other thing that gets on my nerves, and probably something that you two don't even see, let alone annoy you, I... I always see this thing like who's the biggest club in the championship? Who's the biggest club in League One? I don't care. I care about whose team what team is first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but if if we go to League One next year and Accrington Stanley finish top, I'm not gonna be saying, Well, Sheffield Wednesday are a massive club, aren't I don't care. <laughs> I think like, the problem the Chol- is is that a Cholton very... fan. Oh go on run, go on run. So I was just gonna say I think it's very difficult to actually define what a big club is because I agree with you, Dan, because I've seen a lot of stuff about Everton this season. Obviously, they've really struggled. And they're like, they're such a big club and they shouldn't be where they are. They haven't won anything since about 1995 when they beat Man United in a cup final. I Paul Rydout, great goal. Dan was conceived that day, just saying. So, oh, cheers. Thanks for that one. It's all right. Yeah, cheers. Um, <laughs> that was when he had both bollocks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Still produced on one, thank you. So, But what what makes Everton such a big club that they seem so... They shouldn't be where they are. You are where you are on merit. Mm. It's simple yes. as that. I, man, I'm, I'm a fan of one of arguably the biggest clubs in the world in no terms shit. of in terms of fans, in terms of finances, commercial revenue, etc. More commercial. But we're still not the biggest club in England right now because that's Manchester City. Uh, look at League Two. There are some clubs down there that, if you look at that league table, Scunthorpe United got relegated, and they got relegated, and Oldham Athletic have both been relegated. Why? Because they're shit. Time was, <laughs> no, time was that Oldham were in the top division. Scunthorpe have always been in a football league. They're they're bigger clubs, but they they finished at the bottom because they're shit. Forest Green Rovers, one of the, and one of the, more, the newer clubs in that in that league, finished top. They deserve to be there, regardless of how many people they get in their ground on a on a on a Saturday afternoon. Sheffield Wednesday. Um. Sheffield Wednesday. Their ten cents of entitlement is off the scale. Uh, that they themselves say we're massive. We shouldn't be in this league. You should be in the league. You weren't good enough to stay in the championship. You're not good enough to get out. I'm a Charlton fan, and all of the Charlton fans say we should be in the championship minimum. No, we should be thirteenth in the in League One because that's how bad we were. With That's a manager what, that we've never heard of. With, well, yeah. Gillingham are in 21st because they've found their natural level. Because they're shit. Uh, but, uh, and, and you go, as you go, you said, I mean, Derby County fans are in for a shock and a half next year. Because but they, Derby fans, to be fair. But they've had a shit time and I feel for them. Even, even before they were... But they're going to have a tough time. But even before they were, when they were in the same league as them, I never come across Derby and Nottingham Forest fans were never the fans that were giving it Billy Big Ball and Sunderland. No. I mean, Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday, Portsmouth fans, they're Leeds United irritating. fans were pretty bad in League One and in Championship. We shouldn't be in this league. We'll get out, and they have fair play, but they have no club deserves the club is in the club is in the league. It deserves to be, with possibly the exception of Derby, who had points taken off of them because of their owner and Nothing, Crystal Palace. I mean, Crystal Palace just shouldn't be any, shouldn't exist. I'm mean, fucking, and give me that bollocks. But um, let's not get into them because you just get me riled. But Derby, I feel for and their supporters because they you know that was something that neither the players, the management, or 
the, all the supporters had anything to do is down to their owner. And everyone, they've been horribly... It's horrible the way the Football League does things now and again. I, I, they've got to do now something. Again. Well, yeah, they've got to do something. <laughs> but the Football League are not fit for purpose anyway. And I think the whole world knows that anyway. Let, I've, I mean, no, we've covered that many a time. We've covered that a few times. But there is, yeah, some teams, there are supporters out there who think they're in the wrong league. No, you're in the right league because that's where you are. Deal with it. Right. Ryan, what do yeah. you think of the new Charlton manager? No idea who he is. I was just going to say, though, Dan. Well, neither of us. Could, <laughs> could you imagine how bad Pete would be, right, if Palace signed Bamford and then Bamford got a call up for England? Oh, oh mate. Paul. Could you imagine mate, it? No, mate, don't even go there. Let's not We even... could do a whole podcast yeah, on that and sit would... back and laugh. All you had to do is ask me one question just to sit there and go, Palace number nine, Bamford in the England squad, and he's got the captain's armband. And that's it. You've got <laughs> an hour it. of me getting proper salty. There is an explosion there somewhere. Is, there in is Kent. an explosion in, in, on the Isle of Sheppey, let me tell you. Uh, the <laughs> Captain Birdseye enrages. Captain Birdseye. <laughs> the USS Montgomery, which is about a thousand yards from where I'm sitting, full of ammunition, that going up would have nothing on me going on about Patrick Bamford, let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell you. Listen, um, we're, I think we're almost done. It's been a great first season, hasn't it, for us? Uh, we've had some Indeed. arguments. <laughs> Which is wonderful. We've had some salty moments. We've had some laughs and we've had a giggle. And some shithousery. And we've had some shithousery. And, and uh, uh, we'll be back, I think, probably back in the uh, in uh, late July, I would think. And we'll sit down and go through the transfer window. Unless something monumental happens, then we might have to come back. I'm sure keep an eye out for Off the Pitch, where you could see some cricket podcasts. And there will certainly be an F- NFL season preview, won't there, Dan? Yes, and... Expect me and Ryan to do some Random absolute bollocks. talking rubbish. Uh, yeah, absolutely excellent. Uh, cheers for your everything this year season, boys. Uh, Dan, thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. Uh, Ryan, last chance to plug the sponsors, and thank you very much. Thank you too. Uh, it's the Proper Blokes Club at www.thepropablokesclub.co.uk. Walk in and talking for men's mental health. Go online and check them out. And don't forget, if you are struggling, for goodness sake, talk to someone. Talk to us. I had a chat with someone today because I was, I'd had a bit of a, I'd had a stressful day, and it, it, I'd had a stressful time. Something was on my mind, and by talking to that person, I got, I felt a hundred percent better. So for goodness sake, go and talk to someone about your mental health. Boys, have a good summer. Bye, boy. Bye, boy.